بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله الكريم نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد الله سبحانه وتعالى يسر his book وأنفقوا في سبيل الله من قبل أن يأتي أحدكم الموت spend in the path of Allah before death reaches one of you فيقول لولا أخرتني إلى أجل قريب and then you're going to end up saying that if you could only give me respite O Allah for a limited period of time why فأصدق وأكم من الصالحين so that I can give in charity and be from the righteous people and Allah says ولن يؤخر الله نفسا إذا جاء أجلها والله خبير بما تعملون and Allah, He shall never delay the appointed time of death when it arrives. And Allah is well aware of what you do. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has informed us of this fact, a reality, al-maut, the departure of the soul from the body of the human being. Every single face that I can see right now, every single face that is in front of me, and every single face that is absent from us right now. Every single one of those faces is going to taste that death. Every single one of them is going to experience that soul departing the body, reaching up to here, the throat, and at that point you make that ghargara, that gargling, that gargling sound. If you've ever seen anybody die in front of you, they make those grunting sounds at times. So when that point arrives, then nothing is going to benefit you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, after telling us and making us aware that this is a reality that you are going to taste, this is a reality that you are going to face, that all of your life, all of the seconds, all of the minutes, all of the hours, all of the moments that are building up in your life, they are leading to that moment. And that is the moment that is the most significant part of your life when you're dying. When that soul is being taken out of your body. Everything prior to that, all the moments prior to that, those millions and billions and trillions of moments prior to Ghargara, they are nothing but a contribution building up to that. And depending upon how you lived in those seconds, then that Ghargara, it will be either blissful or not blissful. So when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is advising us concerning this mot, concerning this death, he advises us to do something prior to it. He says, وَأَنْفِقُوا Spend. Spend. What does he mean by spend? Spend where? وَأَنْفِقُوا فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Spend in the path of Allah. Spend in the cause of Allah. Why? Because this spending in the path of Allah, this is something that carries great virtue in his eyes. This is something that will cause your soul to depart from your body blissfully. By doing what? By spending in his cause. Yawm al-Qiyamah, terrifying day. Hellfire, terrifying place. Allah's Messenger, alayhi salatu wasalam, he tells us concerning these two matters. Concerning uh, Yawm al-Qiyamah. Concerning Nar Jahannam. He says, ma, 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 ma minkum ahad illa sayukallimuhu rabbuhu بينه بينه There's nobody from amongst you 
except that his Lord shall speak to him, i.e. he's going to speak to you directly. He's going to speak to me directly. There's going to be no interpreter between them two. He then says, فَيَنْظُرْ أَيْمَنْ مِنْهُ فَلَا يَرَى إِلَّا مَا قَدَّمَ مِنْ عَمَلِهِ You're going to look at your right, the person's going to look at his right, and he's not going to see anything other than the deeds that he's put forth. وَيَنْظُرْ أَشْأَمْ مِنْهُ وَلَا يَرَى إِلَّا مَا قَدَّمْ He's going to look at his left when Allah is speaking to you, and you're going to find nothing except what you've put forth. وَيَرَى 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 تِلْقَاءَ وَجْهِهِ وَيَرَى مَا بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ تِلْقَاءَ وَجْهِهِ And then the human being is going to look as to what is in front of him, facing him. فَمَا يَرَى إِلَّا النَّارِ أي فَمَا يَرَى إِلَّا النَّارِ تِلْقَاءَ وَجْهِهِ فَيَنْظُرْ بَيْنَ يَدَيْهِ وَمَا يَرَى إِلَّا النَّارِ تِلْقَاءَ وَجْهِهِ He's going to look in front of him. He's going to find nothing except the fire. Then the Messenger of Allah, he says, فَاتَّقُوا النَّارِ Fear the fire, therefore. If that is the case, if that is the situation on that day, you're going to stand in front of your great and mighty Lord, you're going to have nothing but your deeds on your right and left, فَاتَّقُوا النَّارِ Fear the fire. وَلَوْ بِشِقِّ تَمْرَى Even if it is by what? Even if it's by half of a date, i.e. giving half of a date, in charity. Likewise in the grave. The grave is a place where it could be the case that some of us here, because we don't know how we're going to die. We don't know what state we're going to die in. It could be the case that in your grave you're going to find harara. You're going to find heat. It could be the case on Yawm Al-Qiyamah. You're going to suffer extreme heat because the sun's going to be brought close to the people. Yet the Messenger of Allah alayhi salatu wasalam, he said, إِنَّ الصَّدَقَةَ لَتُطْفِئُ عَنْ أَهْلِهَا حَرَّ جَهَنَّمْ Indeed, sadaqah, charity, it extinguishes, for whom? It extinguishes the heat of the grave, حَرَّ الْكُبُورِ It extinguishes the heat of the grave for its people, for the people who give charity. Charity extinguishes the heat of the grave for those who give charity. This is serious. وَإِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنِ يَسْتَذِلُّ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ فِي ظِلِّ صَدَقَتِهِ And indeed the believer on the day of standing, he's going to be under a shade, a shade that is not earned except, except by having given charity, i.e. charity in the path of Allah. These are serious matters. Heat in the grave, alone. No one's going to help you. No one's going to come to extinguish the fire. However, you can have that heat extinguished by giving charity right now. When you're in the zaman, when you're in the uh, 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 time and the domain and the realm of respite while you're still breathing. Yawm al-Qiyamah, extremely hot. It could be the case that you're at the risk in the state that you're in right now. If you die right now, it could be the case that the hal of my heart and the hal of your heart is such that if you die right now, Yawm al-Qiyamah, if you are resurrected, when you are resurrected, you could be drowning in your sweat. Give in charity. Allah Jalla wa'ala, He will shade you on that day when there is no shade. One thing to bear in mind though, concerning wealth, is that wealth is not what you 
have in your bank account. Your wealth, your wealth, it's not what you have in your bank account. It's not what you have in your wallet. Your wealth aren't your assets, your houses, your cars. Wealth is what then? What is wealth? What is your wealth? Your wealth as an individual. If your wealth isn't the money that's in your bank account and your assets, then, then what is your wealth? Hmm. Why? Your deeds. Somebody else? Hasanat. No, we're talking about money. We're talking about money now. But I'm saying that your wealth isn't the money that you have in your bank account. Or, in, or underneath your floorboards, for example. Ah, sad. Not just the money that you give in charity, though. It's the money that you spend. The money that you spend in your life, that's, that's your wealth. The money that is in your account, the money that you haven't spent yet, that's not your wealth. For that reason, the Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, he said to the companions, he said, Ayyukum, Ayyukum malu warithihi ahabu ilayhi min malihi. Which one of you finds that the wealth of his inheritors is more beloved to him than his own wealth? Which one of you finds that the wealth of his inheritors, your son, your daughter, your wife, your brothers, your sisters, your parents, those who inherit from you, which one of you finds that the money that they're going to get from you when you're dead that money is more beloved to you than the actual money that you have. So the companions said, Ya Rasulullah, ma minna ahad illa maluhu ahabu ilayhi. O Messenger of Allah, there's nobody from amongst us except that his own wealth is more beloved to him. The Messenger of Allah, alayhi salatu wasalam, he says, maluhu ma qaddam. His wealth is what he has put forth. His wealth is what he has spent. And the wealth of his inheritor is what he has left behind. So your wealth in reality is what you have spent. And if you take, for example, the food that you eat, you purchase that food, you eat that food, that money that you spent, whether that food was halal or haram, that is your wealth. And you'll be asked, Yani all of your wealth, whether it was for you or against you, good or bad, that is your wealth and that is what you're accountable for. But the only wealth that is going to be profitable for you and stay with you is the wealth that you spent in the path of Rabbuna subhanahu wa ta'ala. For that reason we find Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam in a hadith recorded by Imam Tirmidhi, Dikrat Sahih by Imam al-Albani, they slaughtered a sheep in the time of the Messenger of Allah. Then they distributed it in sadaqah, in charity. Allah's Messenger, he asks, Ummul Mu'minina Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, ma baqiya minha? What is remaining of that sheep now? What's left from that sheep now? What is remaining? Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, she says, ma baqiya minha illa katifuha? She said, nothing has remained from that sheep Except its shoulder, except the shoulder of that sheep. What does the messenger say? He says, Baqiya kulluha ghayru katifiha. The messenger says, No, in reality, all of the sheep has remained, except what? Except the shoulder of the sheep. Eh? But everything, it seems to have gone. 
Everything else, it was distributed in charity. What we have in front of us right now, whether it was in the plate or whether it was in a dish or whether it was just there, but the thing that was before them, the thing that was in front of them, remaining from the sheep physically, it was the shoulder. But the messenger says, no, everything from that sheep has remained except for the shoulder, except for this piece that maybe we are going to eat now. Why? How? Huh? Yes? Because the rest was given in charity. And what you give in charity, that remains. But the money that you spend in food and drink goes where? Gone. 24 hours later, it's gone. Finished. You're never going to see it again. The clothes that you wear, after they wear out, gone. Finished. Gone in the recycling bin, wherever. Every, the houses that you, you purchase that house to whatever amount of money. You purchase that house... But the house is going to wear away. It's going to be gone. All that money is going to be gone. So anything that you spend your wealth in, it's bound to perish sooner or later. And you're never going to find it with you on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, except your deeds. The money that you spent on your food, gone. The money that you spent in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that money is going to remain. That money is going to be there. It's not going to become, uh, uh, it's not going to deplete. But it's going to stay there. Rather, it's going to increase. It will increase. As Allah Jalla wa Ala, He said, or rather, Allah's Messenger alayhi salatu wasalam, He told us, that one of you gives in charity half of a date, or a date, kama qala rasul That one of you gives in charity that much. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He accepts it biyaminihi. He accepts it with His right hand. Then Allah, He cultivates that charity that you, that you gave for His sake. You give charity a little, little amount, 50p, 1 pound, 2 pound, or 5 or 10 or whatever. You give a little amount of charity, it's little, maybe all that you have. You give it, but you give it for Him subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. So you give that charity, then Allah accepts it with His right hand. Then Allah, He nurtures that charity. He cultivates that charity. Uh, 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 in the same manner that one of you he cultivates a falawahu the same manner in which one of you cultivates his pony his small horse you have a little small horse and you cultivate it or you have a little animal you cultivate it then it goes big like that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he cultivates a little amount of uh, charity that you give in his sake but he cultivates it cultivates it hatta yakuna mithla al-jabal up until that charity becomes like a mountain. So everything that you spend, it's gone. It either goes down the sewage system, it goes in the bins, it goes, it's fin- it finishes. Except for the charity that you call, that you spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah will cultivate it up until it becomes mighty and great. And from the greatest of means and from the greatest of avenues and from the greatest of يعني, places to spend, in the path of Allah is what? Huh? Masajid. The masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They are from the greatest. I mean, why, why do we exist? Why are we here? Yani human beings. Why are we here? Worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. That is why we are here. And everything that is around us, the skies, the stars, the sun, the moon, the grass, the earth, vegetation, animals, the right... All of this has been placed here to facilitate fulfillment of this purpose. That is how great this 
this tawheed is, this objective of worshipping only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that is the reason why we exist. And the whole universe that is around us is because of that. And once we die, we entered in paradise as a reward because of tawheed. And if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his justice enters into the fire, enters us into the fire of hell, may Allah save us from the fire of hell, then he does so by his justice because of our negligence and turning away from the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So tawheed is the greatest thing. And there's no other place on the face of this earth that is greater in the establishment of tawheed than the masajid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In the masajid of Allah, tawheed is established. When the mu'adhin he says, La ilaha illallah. In the masajid of Allah, tawheed is established. When the khatib he says, Inna alhamdulillah. In the masajid, tawheed is established. When the imam he says, Alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Allahu Akbar. Tawheed is established when the kids, they come to this masjid and they recite the book of Allah. A book that is nothing but tawheed from beginning to end. What a, what a greater place to establish the most beloved thing to our maker, our most generous master, the most high, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, than the masjids. And alhamdulillah, there are so many projects going on right now. Established by people of sunnah. Those who establish tawheed in the correct manner. Those who establish tawheed as Allah intended it to be established. So many masajid just within the UK. So many uh, projects within the UK in establishing masajid. In maintaining masajid. Like this masjid here. This masjid, it needs maintenance no doubt. It needs maintenance. It's not just for us to come in here, use the masjid, pray in here, but khalas, leave all the debts and all the problems and the headache upon those who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala favor to take responsibility of it. Rather, it's a responsibility that everybody should take. If we come to the masjid, we pray in the masjid, we, we take pleasure in, in, in hearing the book of Allah being recited in the masjid, our iman increases in the masjid, all of this, it happens in the masjid that we use. Therefore, it's out of good manners and good etiquettes that we pay gratitude first to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in helping in the maintenance of this masjid. This masjid, it likewise, it needs maintenance. So therefore, on that basis, we encourage the brothers to aid Ahl sunnah whether it is here in this city or other cities, in the establishment and the maintenance of the masjid. Of him subhanahu wa ta'ala and your reward is with Allah and Allah will increase it for you on the day of standing. You'll never regret it. Wallahu ta'ala alam wa sallallahu ma'ala nabiyyina Muhammad walhamdulillahi rabbil alam.